Dear God, um, please let this message come out to us and help us with any struggles that we have and let us just give it all to you and know that you're always with us um, no matter what is going on, no matter any difficulty. Um, you are our Lord and Savior. Um, in Jesus' name I pray. Yeah. One real quick, just made that announcement last week, and, and I gave a few out last week. Um, we have Bibles. If you don't have one, uh, or one said, I've got one, but it was when I was from the third grade, and it's sort of little, and pictures are in it. And uh, so I, I would love to get you one uh, more age appropriate for, for you, if that's the case. But um, if you don't have one, we've got them free to give to you if you don't have one. Uh, so talk to me at the end of service or get a, a friend to come talk to me and we'll get it in your hands. I think that's important. Who here, uh, real quick, uh, got to be a part of CU at the Pole? Who here went to CU at the Pole? Did the, the, the middle school have a pretty good group there? It, it, yes, sort of. I didn't get to see it. And usually I, I drive by and usually it's a, it's a big crowd. I was at the high school and then we had a, who here was at CU at the parking lot? Yeah, baby. So we had a homeschool one in the church lot because we don't have a flagpole. And uh, so we, we did that. And their perk was they didn't end it and go to class. They ended it and we went to Chick-fil-A and had a feast. So tonight, everybody else who didn't go this morning, you can go to, Ch to Chick-fil-A and pay for yourself. Uh, um, so, but we had a good time. Well, good. Did it go well? Did your see you at the pole or parking lot go, go well? Is it nice to sort of stop? in this world that we live in that is flying all the time and just all of a sudden just pray. You know, it's sort of not nice to do that. We probably need to do that more often. We're in the book of Acts. It was written by, also wrote the book of one of the 12 doctors, right? He's not a disciple. He's a doctor. Last week, we talked about three things. There, there were three scenes. One was, y'all remember it all? Sailing was the first one. The, the second was what? Storms come, and the third one was shipwreck. And one of the points I didn't really get to drive home, but in, in it, I want you to know this. When we're sailing along, just going through life where God is calling us to go, I want you to know this. God is in control. Just like in that story we read, God was in control. Even when they were going, he was on his way to Rome, but God had called him to go there. God was in control. When the storm came and the ship got tossed for 14 days where they, got, they were lost at sea and they thought they were going to die. When the storms come, even for us, God is still in control. When the ship wrecks, not just when the storm comes, but when the storm comes and it, it's, it's bad and we feel like we are, are wrecked, I want you to know something. God is in control. If you look, re, re, remember anything from last week, remember that. Now, we, we've been in some pretty weird stuff in, in the book of Acts lately. We talked about the guys that got beat up because they were trying to use the name of Jesus in the wrong way, and they got beat up so bad that they ran out of the house. Um, nude, naked and afraid. Um, I don't know. We'll stay from that word for the rest of my life. Um, uh, so, so they got beaten down so bad, they, they lost their clothes and they ran out because they were trying to use the name of, of, of Jesus to, 
heal a man, but they didn't know Jesus. They were doing it for their own gain. There's also a, a, a story that we read about a young man who was in sort of church, and he fell asleep, and he was struck dead when he fell out of the window. So the, the rule is that, fall asleep in the church, you die. That's, that's what we know. So uh, there, there's a lot more to that story. We won't go into it. We saw Paul was in prison for two years, but in those years, he was brought before rulers and kings. And before they said, hey, Paul, tell us your story. They just sort of put it until he, his story was, was what Christ had done within his life. So he goes before these kings. He goes on a cruise ship, a Mediterranean cruise. My wife is like, we have got to do a Mediterranean cruise one day. <laughs> Dream on, baby. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, um, but so he's on a Mediterranean cruise, sort of, not like they are today. He, he's going on his way to Rome. They get lost. They get in a storm for four, 14 days. They get shipwrecked. They barely survive, but everybody on the boat lives just like God said they would. Uh, 276 of them or something like that. A great big number. So weird stuff has been going on, and we're about to hit just some more weird stuff, and it's weird. And if I were to put a title for the message tonight, if I were to be daring, I would call it Snakes, Diarrhea, and Rome. That's what I would call the message tonight. I just said that, and I will take that out of the uh, whatever is being recorded. Um, that's what I would, that, 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 as we read the story, that's sort of what it's going to be about. Who here loves snakes? Who here hates snakes? Okay, there's a video I think I've shown in here before, but as we talk about snakes, I thought, oh, this is such a great video. Let's watch it. Make sure we have sound, boys, and uh, put it on here. A near miraculous escape. All right. Now, let's see. Would that not have been... Now, now, would that not have been great in that scene if all of a sudden, like, a hawk came down and, whoa, snatched it up? You're like, whoa! Is that not, is that not crazy? What if you're going for a walk and the snake comes through, you start running, all of a sudden, whoa! I would have diarrhea galore and everything else, you know what I'm saying? It would be, like, terrifying. I did show that in here before, right? No. But I, I showed my kids, so a lot of times I'm showing them videos, but I think this might work. And I was like, no, did I show this? He said, I think so, but you're supposed to remember this, son. All right, snakes. So we're going to talk a little bit about snakes. And so I thought, when I was talking about snakes, let me show that video because it's beautiful. As we, as we start tonight, um, we're going to start in Acts chapter 28. We're in the last chapter of Acts. We've been in, in this book for th 13 months, 14 months, and, and we're getting right near the end. This, we'll talk tonight on it, and then ne next week I will probably f finish Acts up. Uh, so Acts chapter 28, we're going to read together verses 1 through 6. I'm going to ask just as, as we do, you stand in honor of God's holy and perfect word. Uh, and um, y'all can follow along as I read it. We'll have the words on the screen too, I think. Is that right, boys? Yeah, all right. Uh, here it goes. It says this in verse 1. After we were brought safely through... This is from the shipwreck. We then learned that the island was called Malta. The native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all, because it had begun to rain and was cold. When Paul had get, gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. When the native people people saw the creature hanging from his hand. 
they said to one another, no doubt this man is a a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He, however, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They were waiting for him to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw no misfortune come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for your word, uh, the, the truths that you have for us to even talk about. Lord, just sort of um, sear them into our hearts, uh, into our minds, uh, so that when we leave here, uh, we walk closer to you, uh, that our faith is stronger, uh, and that our light that we shine is brighter. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So, question. Have you ever seen someone who isn't a Christian, who doesn't go to church, do something good? 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 Yeah, okay. Don't, don't give me examples. Good? Okay, we do. Um, have you ever seen someone who's not a Christian, uh, doesn't go to church, who shows fruits of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, or self-control? Have, have you seen that? Okay. Is it possible, so it's possible you, you all agree for a non-believer to do these things? We've all experienced it and seen it. I actually know a couple who, um, who aren't church-going. Church I don't really sure of their faith in, in God at all, but they are more Christ-like than 98% of the church people that I know in the way that they act, in the way that they give, in the way that they, 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 they share. They, they, they still lack, okay? But so it's possible um, for that to occur. The first point in verses 1 through 6, and this is a weird term, and I'm going to teach you something tonight, is a term called God's general revelation. Okay, God's general revelation. Now, this is... This means, uh, in a nutshell, it's, it's um, the, the knowledge we have of God that all humanity is, is given through the world that we live in, that we can see, and also in what's sort of seared into our being, okay, in our conscious, in the way that we think, okay? So it's a general revelation. That means it's, it's for all. And there's this thing in this text, we see Paul writes that in verse 2 that there's nat- natives on this land, and the word he uses there is bar, 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 barbaros, barbaros, that's it, barbaros, okay? Say barbaros, barbaros. What word does that make you think of, barbaros, barbarian, bar- you hear that? that? That's where we get the word barbarian from. <laughs> now, the Greeks and the Romans made up this word, it's a Greek word, and they made up the word for someone who doesn't speak Greek or Roman, okay? Somebody who speaks something else that they don't know because they would hear them talk and they would not understand what they were saying. And to them, what they would hear was, so barbaros is, is sort of the word. That's where that comes from. Now, we, we use it, if, somebody, if I go, Silas, dude, you are a barbarian, bro. Um, he might feel good about it because that makes him sound tough. But it also makes them sound what? Sort, sort, sort of mean. Would you all agree? Oh, I'm 
Silas, the friendly barbarian. I mean, that's not a good kid show. We could try it, and it'll probably work in today's world because it's so weird. Um, we, need, we need to do that. Okay. <clears throat> so um, the, the, these guys, they're calling them barbaros, and that means native. That means you just don't speak what we speak. And what Paul infers here is that they, they don't know God at all. They're, they are pag- pagans, non-believers in God. But we see two things about them. Uh, in verse 2, we see that they showed unusual kindness uh, for they kindled fire. A lot of times when someone was shipwrecked on an, an island, the, the natives that were there would take them and enslave them or sell them as slaves. So, so if, if you survive, that's what occurred. But it also says this. It says that, that when the native pe- people saw the, the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a mur- murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. There's a thing that Christians believe in that the, the, the Bible talks about called absolute truth. Okay? Now, the world will say there's no such thing as absolute truth. So you can't tell me it's, it's true for you, and whatever's true for you is going to be true for everybody else. That's what we have a set of, 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 of commandments that we use that are called the Ten Commandments, okay, and, and th- that's absolute truth, that those don't bend, they don't break, they're the, the truth, God's word, it's how we're supposed to live. Now, the world will say, well, this, nothing is absolute. The truth is, you can say, you can talk to, to someone, because you can say to them, hey, um, if I kill you, is that wrong? And they'll go, yeah. Anywhere you go in the world, if, if you go, hey, if, I ki- if you kill someone just to kill them for the, f- the fun of it, they, they will say that is wrong. Why will they say that is wrong? It's part of God's general revelation. It's what God's put in. There's a sense of right and wrong. You can't say there's not a basis for it. There is. Now, that rule is broken with wars and some things like that. But as a whole, if you are sane and you are good, you will not kill. Do, do we all sort of agree on that? Unless you're defending yourself or something like that. Don't, 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 don't try to... So, so the two ways that God reveals himself through this is through the world we live in and what he's placed inside of us. And we see, just look in the text there, we see that they have a sense of justice. Oh, this man must have done something wrong, and so he escaped the sea, but now he's going to die from the snake, snake bite. Now, he doesn't die from the snake bite. He doesn't swell up. That would be bad if someone's just waiting for you to swell up. I mean, that'd be weird, you know, but, but he makes it, he survives. And so then they, they, they even go, well, he must be a God. And that's sort of, sort of, we see of that part of the story, but look at here. And I don't, I wish I had the, 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 the text in there. I didn't put it in there. No, the Bible talks about general revelation in Romans one twenty. it says this for God's invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made so they are without excuse in this world that that we live in god can be seen without a word being spoken about him you can see him in a sunrise or a sunset you can see him in the grand canyon you can see him in the in the mountains you can see him in creation you can see him in how a human eyeball is made and how how the eye works and it flips around and works in our brain it, the world will sometimes say, well, you just were by chance, it's the way that you were been formed. 
but you're smoking crack if you really believe that, and it's true. Because it takes so much more faith to believe that that's all by chance, that there's got to be a designer of this world that we live in. It's just chance doesn't work that way. You can't throw cards down on the ground and they stack up and make a house that you can live in. It just doesn't work like that. And Psalms 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of, the, of God, and the sky above proclaim his hand, 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 handiwork. Anyone here um, hear about like a solar eclipse a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago? Yeah, a couple of you maybe. Uh, like every, it was like on everything, right? It was going across the U.S. Hadn't been across that far of the U.S. in four eons or whatever it was. So, so it's, it went, went across. How? Have you asked yourself, how? Are, are the moon and the sun the same size? No. Well, how does the, the moon exactly blot out the sun sun's for okay so it's, it's and the truth is this the sun is 400 times further away from the earth than the moon and the moon is 400 times smaller than the sun and because of those two things being exactly the way they are for two minutes and 43 seconds some places around the u.s they saw that you know what I'm saying. Do not tell me that there's chance. They're trying to find life on a planet besides Earth, and they're struggling with that, let alone find another solar eclipse. No planet in the, the solar system we live in has an eclipse like we have. It's a perfect eclipse. That is the handiwork of God. It's the heavens declare the glory of God. Um. In Romans 2, 14, it says this, For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts. When they have the sense of right and wrong, hey, you cannot steal, that, that is wrong. You cannot murder, that is wrong. Lying, uh, it's just, no one's going, hey, yeah, I want you to lie to me. No, why? it's wrong. There's something written on our hearts, innate. It's God's general revelation for mankind. So, you've got, just to, just so you know this truth, and you're like, this is just Bible truth you're trying to teach right here. Yes, it is, because it's very important in this world that you live in, in humanities classes and philosophy and all that stuff, to understand the way that God works and the way that, that the world will view it and the way that God says it all, all works out. So there's general revelation, and there's special revelation. And that is when God speaks specifically to a person or a group of people. We saw it last week in Paul when he said, an angel of the Lord came to him and said, do not lose hope, Paul. Everybody on this boat will be saved, and you will make it to Rome. Don't lose heart in the midst of this storm. That's a special revelation. You, some, some of you in this room had special revelation at youth camp this year when you were there and you encountered God God spoke to you you had these things in your life and you said I have got to change these things that's the special revelation God has given you and it comes throughout our life it may come in the edge it may come in church it may be come at your at your home it may become when you're sitting with your friends that God speaks to you and you move that's sort of the way 
that, that, that God works in these, these, these way God reveals himself. So, so that, that's the first point, general revelation. It was just there in the text. I wanted you to see Paul gets bit by a snake. He shakes it off. It's just another one of these things, Paul, a cra- crazy thing occurs. Paul sur- 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 survives. Why? Because, because God's at work. God's got a plan for Paul. So Acts 28, verse 7, it goes on and, and says this. Now, in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the chief man of the island named Publius, who received us and entertained us hospitably for three days. It happened that the father of Publius lay sick with fever and dysentery. And Paul visited him and prayed, and putting his hands on him, healed him. And when this had taken place, the rest of the people on the island who had diseases also came and were cured. They, They also honored us greatly, and we were about to sail. They put on board whatever we needed. This point sort of jumps off from last week, and that's this. God will use our inconveniences and trials to love other people if we let him. He's going to use the, the, the things that get in the way of our plan on where we're going. All of a sudden, we've got to stop, and it's not going to work that way. He's wanting to use those in many ways to love other people around us. We just have to look around. We're so bent up on my plan. It's about me. And if we would stop thinking about me, 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 and look at them, 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 and you, 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 if we would do that, we would be so much better. Paul has tra- traveled to Rome, been impri- well, he's on his way to Rome. He's been imprisoned impri- for two years. Uh, he's been on a boat trip, stormed for 14 days. He's shipwrecked. He's been bitten by a snake, and all of a sudden he finds himself here on this island called Malta. Who here has had, had a malted milkshake before? It has nothing to do with Malta, okay? So don't, don't, don't wonder that, okay? Malta is an island uh, off the coast of Italy, directly sort of south. Um, so he's been inconvenienced in a lot of ways, but it's brought him to this place. And I just want you to see what tradition, that's, that's, that, that, that means not what the, the Bible tells, but what sort of the history books have written about what occurred on to this island from, from the time of when Paul was there until now. Uh, the go- governor of I- island his, his father was sick. It's, it's, they believe he had a thing called Malta fever. If you drink the milk of the goat, goats there, five, of, five out of six of them, or whatever percent, percentage that them, have a microbe in them that will give you this fever. So if you ever go to Malta, don't drink the milk, okay? No milkshakes on Malta because it's bad for you. Because this fever, you would have high, high fever for weeks or months, and you would have dysentery. Not to be grotesque, but that's the runs, and, and red stuff is coming out too. Yes, grotesque. This dude is sick. If, if, if Paul came and he healed me, I would be hugging him for weeks. I don't know if you all ever had a bad stom- stomach bug, but man, I can't take that for more than two hours, and I just want to die. This guy's had it for weeks or months, Miracle of God, we've seen a lot of them so far. This ranks near raising somebody from the dead, I think, for me, because it's bad news when you're in that shape. All right. 
relief came for this guy, true relief, not in the way he had it. In verse 8, it says that he's healed. And then other, other people are like, he, he healed him? I need to go get some help. They got a rash. They're hurting. They're hurting. They, they're this for weeks or months. Um, most of the time when our plans don't work out, we, we need to look around and see what God's doing. Paul is shipwrecked. He didn't plan to be shipwrecked. He didn't want to be shipwrecked. He wanted to get to Rome, but he, he's there, and opportunity comes, and he, he takes it. Um, I'm going to explain more about Malta in a second. Let's read the rest of the scripture uh, in verse 11. It says he's there for three months. After three months, we set sail on a ship that had wintered uh, in, in the island, a ship of Alexandria with the twin gods as as a figurehead putting in at Syracuse we stayed there for three days and from there we made a circuit uh, arriving at Requiem and after one day a south wind sprang up and on the second day we came to Patuli there we found brothers and were invited to stay with them for seven days and so we came to Rome and the brothers there when they had heard about us came as far as the form of of a Apius and the three taverns to, to meet us. On seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. And when we came into Rome, Paul was allowed to stay by himself with this soldier who guard, 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 guarded him. We see right here in verse verses um, really 14 through 16, Paul arrives at Rome. He's set to, headed to Rome really beginning in Acts 21. We're in Acts 28, and it's been years uh, for him to get there, about three for him to make this journey. And this is my third point for the night. The, the, the journey is as important as the destination. The journey that you're on is as important as the destination you want to get to or you think God wants you to get to. Don't lose sight of that. Uh, tradition tells us that Publius, the guy whose dad was healed, right? He became a pastor in Malta. Uh, and uh, he led the church there. And in 125 AD, he was martyred mart mart or killed for his faith by the Roman gov 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 government. From there, it says that, um, well, I, I'll say this. T today, that place is still there. Um, and 97% uh, of those who live there claim to be believers in Jesus Christ. 97%. I don't know if you can go anywhere in the world right now where, where that many claim it. I don't know if they're now, and, and now this has a very strong Roman Catholic presence there. They've actually made, uh, uh, Publius is a saint in the Roman Catholic Church uh, because of the work that he did on this little island that Paul healed his dad on. Uh, do you think Paul knew what God was going to do when the ship was might wreck or they were in a storm and didn't know where they were going? No telling. Just don't lose sight. The journey is just as important as the destination. Um, mid, mid, middle schoolers, you can't wait to get to high school. 
let me tell you this. The, the journey is as important as the destination. Uh, high, high schoolers, uh, some of you are like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take... I'm going to take LaFonda to prom this year, and, 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 and you know, by, by ne- next week, you'll all be, hey, how's LaFonda doing? You'll be like, who? Uh, and because uh, and, uh, she dumped you. And um, um, so, uh, but high, high school, you can't wait for the, these events to come or for high school to, to be done and to move on in, in, in life. The, the, the journey where you are right now is as important as the destination where you want to get to. You can't wait to finish co- college. I want a good job, make good money. I want to get married. Now's the time that, you know what, you prepare yourself for that. The journey is as important as the destination. Don't miss out on what God is calling you to do and be. And when things don't work out on your journey and they, they won't, man, Debbie Downer, Eeyore, what's going on? No, it's just life. Life is real. And the great plans that you have, it just doesn't always wind that way. But sometimes that path that you thought would take you where you won't, what wanted to go is going to be a path that as you get down, you've had to make this turn that you were so glad you made the turn because you see where that path led. I had a... Um, I had a girl I was date, dating before my wife. Ooh, gosh, I know it. I know it. And this girl, I thought she was the one. I was convinced she was the one. And that path led, led me just straight, and I was going that way, and she dumped me. I know it. I know it. And so I, hey, listen, this is all freelance. This is not even part, a, a part of my notes here. I um, ended up going off to school, and um, when I was at school, I got a call from LaFonda. That's what we'll, we'll name her, LaFonda, okay, the girl who had dumped me, and she was upset that we were apart because she re- re- realized what a jewel I was. And, uh, and, you know, I was, I, was, I was ripped and everything. And, um, and so uh, she wanted us to get back together again. Huh? Yeah, reunited. Okay, sorry. And, um, and so the problem was about three, three, three weeks before that, I'd met a girl named Michelle Champion. Who is that? Oh, don't tell Miss Michelle. There's another one. And, um, and uh, sparks were flying. We, weren't ta- we didn't talk because that didn't exist back then because that's weird. Um, uh, so something was beginning. To, it could be there. I couldn't tell. I was scared to ask her. And, um, I'll admit it. and um, can I t- 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 tell you, if I was going down that path where I, w- I wanted to go, it was it was a it, Oh, bad. It would have been bad. Uh, I just know it. I, I just saw things that I didn't see because I was blind uh, because we get dumb. Uh, everybody does at that age especially. Um, and so Michelle and I, th- from then on, that was it. It, it. it was good. But your plans, yeah, 
That was like, Phew. I didn't know how that was going to end up. <laughs> Am I here? Um, your journey's not going to work out the way you want it to. Uh, you may get to where you want to go. You may go some, somewhere completely different, but don't miss out on, on, on the, the way that you're going. If you, you hit a storm, you hit a stop, look around because odds are there's someone close to you that's in a lot worse shape than you, than you are and they need help. When you start to feel down about where you're at, look around because you're going to see someone that you, you can help uh, and that's going to lift you. As you lift them up, it's going to lift you up. Guarantee it. There's a quote, uh, and I, I had the, uh, the clip of it, um, but I didn't throw it on the computer night. Uh, it's from a movie when I was a teenager. I don't suggest you sing. Uh, it was P- PG back then, but who knows what that means. You know what I'm saying? It was back in 1986 called Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And this is the quote he says. He's walking to the bathroom to brush his teeth in the morning. When he wakes up, he says this, Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could just miss it. And you know what? That's about the only good thing in that, that movie, but that's a good statement. Life does move really fast, and we're always going, man, I've just got to get there. If I just get there, things are going to be better, and I'm going to be where I want to be. And you're going to get there and go, oh, wait, if I can just get there, that's where I really need to be. You're going to get there. Oh, there is where I need to be. And you're going to run after stuff for the rest of your life, and you're going to miss out on life. So don't miss out on life. God's got a plan, and when you hit block walls, Look around and, and, and see how you can be used by God because every one of us can be used by God. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you so much for your word. I th- thank you that you reveal yourself in this world that we live in in a way that I can't deny that you're real. And I can't see how someone can claim there is no God. I love how you reveal yourself through your son, G- Jesus Christ, and through your word and as you teach us, Lord, that, that uh, Lord, just guide us, Lord. I thank you for every student in this room. Lord, help us to understand your word and not just understand it, but live it out. And Lord, when we hit a, a block, when we hit a dead end, when we think we're, we're wrecked, Lord, help us to lift our head, to look around, and to follow wherever you're saying go. Uh, Lord, just give us the courage. God, I just ask tomorrow, as, 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 as students in this room, public school or private school students as they're going to their schools more. Lord, give a boldness to them just to speak about you uh, and just speak about what you've done within their lives. Lord, help them to be a light in the world that we live in. Give us all, all opportunities. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, that's all we got tonight.